For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. All this week, we'll be talking to Wilson Van Hooser. Wilson, welcome. Thanks, thanks, uh, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, Wilson is from Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, those of you who have listened to the local youth worker or parenting today may be familiar with Kurt Cooper. Um, oh. He actually worked alongside Kurt, and then Wilson was actually my replacement at Pear Orchard Presbyterian Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. And so, Wilson, you've been there it's coming up on... What two years? Uh, two and a half, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. So Wilson uh, is at Pear Orchard Press at Reformed Theological Seminary in Jackson, and uh, Wilson, why don't you maybe just tell us a little bit about you, your family, and dogs, all that stuff? Yes. Yes. And I, I think I think it would uh, it would be a shame if I did not start out by saying that. My my single goal for this entire week is to do one thing. I'm not trying to get more listens than Ligon Duncan or <laughs> than Walt Mueller. I'm just trying to beat out and dethrone Kurt Cooper. So <laughs> if that needs to be a hashtag, what like dethrone Kurt? Uh, that's my one goal, people. Uh, that was a pretty out. that was a pretty hot take. So you're off to a that's good a, start. It's a hot take. So um, that's, that's 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 what I'm here to do. Um, so yeah, I've been. Um, I've been in seminary now for, uh, let's see, three years. Yeah, uh, four, uh, four years. It's, it's my fourth year. And I am uh, um, married to uh, Grace, and we've been in Jackson. Um, let's see, we've been in Jackson for about three years. And um, we have two dogs, Murphy and Baxter, and they are legendary. They're awesome. Um, and uh, um, Grace and I, we've been, we've been married for uh, – for about four years and, um, and we are, um, we're loving here in Jackson. It's been fun taking over for, for John and, uh, yeah, still being at the same church as you say. Yeah. And, uh, I'm glad we're finally getting you on the podcast. Just for those who listen, we actually recorded a podcast a long time ago and it never made it, uh, to, uh, to me, to me heresies. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, yeah heretical content on that, but I'm glad we're finally getting to sit down and uh, have a conversation. Uh, we're going to be actually talking about sports um, all this week. Uh, we we said kind of at the beginning of this second season of frequently asked questions. There would be some of those frequently asked questions that we might actually spend the whole week talking about um, because there's you know there's a lot to discuss. I mean we've done that with pornography. We spent a whole time talking a whole week talking to Walt Mueller. Um, we're going to be doing that uh, soon to talk about kind of some sexual related issues. We're going to be talking to Nicholas Black with uh, Harvest USA. And so today talking about sports, we know this is somewhat of a controversial uh, topic at, time, at times and we wanted to, to spend a whole week and some of that is due to Wilson's background, which he's going to tell us about in just a minute, but the Lord gave him uh, unique opportunities to even end up uh, playing football in the NFL. Um, and so Wilson and I, as 
Uh, we, we don't um, have the final answer on this. Uh, we know we're, we're young. Uh, I'm a young father uh, who has children that are starting to get into sports, uh, but still we know that there are older uh, parents that could have a lot more wisdom on this. But based on just my experience in youth ministry, Wilson's experience in youth ministry, as well as his experience in sports, uh, we hope that we can have a helpful discussion for those listening. So, uh, Wilson, with that being said, why don't you just let's begin by you telling your story, um, just yeah. a little bit, your testimony, how that kind of weaves into that and um, just wrestling with uh, playing sports or not, stepping away, all that stuff. So just give us your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I am, as John mentioned earlier, I'm from Montgomery, Alabama, and uh, I grew up in Trinity Presbyterian Church uh, under the preaching of uh, Claude McRoberts and uh uh, I, I'm the middle of, of three boys. I have an older brother who's about 17 months older and a little brother who's about three years younger than me. And uh, surprise, surprise, we were very competitive. <laughs> uh, so it didn't matter whether we were playing board games, making peanut butter jelly sandwiches, or having a race. It was who could do it the best. <laughs> um, I, I would love to see hey, some PB&J battles going uh, on between you. That's well, amazing. You got to put the peanut butter down first and then put the jelly and then the peanut butter so, <laughs> science. Um, you know, we, we, we grew up playing a lot of sports and, uh, basketball was really our, our biggest sport. And there's a, there's a funny story about me as a child that at one point after a loss, I was driving home after it was a YMCA basketball playoff loss and I'm crying in the car and my dad's like, why are you so, why are you so sad? And I was like, dad, NBA is all I got and just like you know <laughs> tears pouring and so it's like I just it was my identity I just thought I was like you know this is who I am I'm a basketball player and um that, that's, that's who I wanted to be known as um but it, it didn't take long where um I, I started playing football and somehow um somehow got pretty good so it actually it, it wasn't until like my junior year of high school um and, uh, and so I got pretty good and then I thought, huh, maybe, maybe I can, maybe I can make something of this. And Wilson, uh, let, let me interrupt real quick. Cause this might come up yeah. in, in later days. You did not start playing football until what? Ninth or 10th grade. Is that right? Oh, uh, yeah. uh, not until, uh, not until sixth grade. Okay, um, gotcha. Older brother waited until seventh grade. Um, and then I played, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't very good really until my junior year. Um, so if that gives anyone hope out there, um, but all, but all throughout this, even though growing up in the church, memorizing the catechism, I wasn't a Christian. Um, and sports is a big deal. Um, what, with thinking back on that, because that was my functional God. Um, that is what I worshiped. And I, you know, sports was either going to make me or break me. And it was all, it was all about sports. It was all about football. It was all about my fame in light of sports. And uh, and one of the things that greatly um, influenced that was I did get offered a scholarship by Tulane University uh, for football as a wide receiver. And so I ended up taking that and going down there. Uh, and man, my pride just you know just got just massive. And and, uh, and so I go down to New Orleans and I go from being like a you know, a goody two shoes type guy in Montgomery where it's like, just make sure you don't do bad things, uh, have a good reputation. And I go down to New Orleans where it's just like party city. And so naturally I got off to just a, 
a, a very rocky start because at the end of the day, I'm just worshiping myself. So if people wanted me a, wanted me to be a party person, I, you know, I'm gonna be a party person. If they wanted, you know, as long as they like me, and sports was always kind of in that center. And so um, that those first couple years at Tulane, they were tough. Um, they were they were difficult. We had a we had a tough. Um, it was tough football seasons. Me, I'm trying to bring the program back from Hurricane Katrina. Um, I had, I had great teammates. I mean, just some incredible guys. But it was tough. It was hard, and and there were injuries involved. And there's a lot of things where the Lord was just really just breaking me. Um, and I began to realize like He must really love me because He's breaking me. And uh, in December of 2010, coming back to Trinity over Christmas break, um, under the same preaching, the same preacher of uh, uh, Reverend uh, McRoberts, um, I was converted. And that, that was when things began to change because I began to understand God's grace and I began to under, understand uh, kind of where sports needed to be. Um, and, you know, one of the things I, I thought was that, oh, well, now since I'm a Christian, maybe God's going to make me just this incredible receiver and I'm going to have it all together. I'm going to make it to the NFL and and, and just everyone's going to love me. Well, he loved me too much um, to play that trick on me. And uh, I, I, I did. I had one season where I was the leading receiver, um, but the seasons were tough. Um, we, we, we were not very good at Tulane. We worked our tails off, but that we just—it was tough. Um, and then we had a coaching change, and and uh, so the coach that recruited me, he left, and so we brought in this whole new coaching staff. And this was my my senior year uh, at the university, my my redshirt junior year on the field. And here comes this coach. I'd just been the leading receiver the year before, and he comes in and he just starts persecuting me. I mean, I don't, I don't say that lightly. I mean, it was awful. I mean, there were there were uh, at least I counted this earlier. There were at least seven starters, seven of us who made it to the NFL eventually. That because we weren't his guys, he demoted us in the depth chart. And in one practice for me, I went from the number one receiver to barely making the travel roster at the number seven receiver. And that was a a just a ice cold bath for me, just to my identity, because going through the first seven, eight games of the season, I didn't have a single catch. And that was, and it was like, I'm still growing as a Christian. And that is one of the first times when I was a Christian, where it was like, I could just see the Lord saying, I'm going to strip away your idols. Um, I, I, I'm not going to answer your prayers just to endorse your own idolatry. I, I'm going to make you into who you need to be. And that is actually, it's, it's, it was during that season that I began to, to know really who God was and really um, immerse myself in what the gospel is and who Jesus is. And I began to read A.W. Tozer and um, R.C. Sproul and Oswald Chambers and the Puritans. And, and, and it, it was just, you know, it was an oasis in a desert. And, uh, and so then eventually I, I, I go from, I go from New Orleans and I graduate from Tulane and, uh, uh, just to make sure Kurt Cooper, I did graduate from Tulane. I did not graduate from Troy. Um, <laughs> uh, I love Troy. I love it, but I graduated from Tulane. 
Uh, but I did. I decided to transfer because my mom had a bunch of back and head surgeries that um, it, for about an 11-year period now, um, she has gone through a very, very tough time. And so I graduated from Tulane, and Troy is only about 30, 35 minutes away from my house, and I thought it would be best if I'm close to home to be with her. And so I played my fifth season at Troy. Um, once again, great guys, um, but it was a tough season. Uh, it, it, it was not the season I was hoping it to be. Um, but then, but then through all of that, naturally it was my last year. And so I started training for pro days and all that. And, uh, and, and thankfully the Lord was very gracious to, uh, just allow me to perform well at these pro days. And I, and I tested out really well. And, uh, I got to tell the story because this is super cool. And it actually, it is, it's, it's probably the thing that, if this didn't happen, I don't know if I would have played in the NFL. So I did a pro day at Troy, and then I did a pro day at Tulane. And they graciously allowed me to come back and do a pro day. And we, we were running routes. And uh, Jordan Jefferson, the old LSU quarterback, he, he was throwing the ball to us. And, you know, we're just running route after route. And then eventually we had to run a go route. And so it's like a straight down the field, you know, 40, 50-yard throw. And, uh, and so I'm running the go route, and I'm running as fast as I can. And here you go. And I look up for the ball and I can't find it. And the next thing I know, the ball is screaming down behind me. And for who knows why, I reached behind my back and the ball, like, I don't know if I caught it or if the ball just like lodged between my hands and my <laughs> back and stood there. And, and also my teammates, you know, it's like really, it's like, it's like a golf tournament at pro days. And it's like, that happens. And everyone's like, yeah! you're just like going crazy and like i'm like all oh, my teammates are like in that end zone right there it was really cool and um but that was it, it was uh it that, that was espn wrote about that right yeah, yeah. And, and it's kind of it's kind of like a fish story because the, the <laughs> camera the camera is watching me go down and right when i get into the end zone there is there's the railing that that blocks where I catch it like you can't see it all you can see is my is teammates just go crazy and jumping up and down and you're like what happened um but actually why that is so pivotal is because that for the scouts it put me on the map and it was something where it was so gracious of the Lord because I'd had so many tough seasons and I thought that like there was no chance that this was going to happen and he didn't have to let it happen but he did because he, he, there was things that he still wanted to work on me with. And so eventually, I, you know, I go through pro day and uh, the, the, you know, your favorite Green Bay Packers pick me up. Um, I was there for uh, a really long time for three days. Um, I left, I left Montgomery. It was 90 degrees and I landed in Green Bay and it was 30 degrees. So uh, it was, it was tough, but it was great. I, I love being there. It was short. And then I got cut. Um, about about two weeks later, the Patriots picked me up, and uh, and I was with them all through the spring, all through the summer, and oh, excuse me, all, all through uh, the preseason. Um, played in three preseason games and had a catch from uh, um, Jimmy Garoppolo, and uh, I was the, I was the MC of the rookie talent show, and that was, <laughs> was that was fun. Um, some fun stories there, and um, I had a great time, and, and I mean just I mean just an incredible incredible man, and some incredible just strong believers, genuine believers. Asa Watson uh, was just one of my buddies, just three and three. Matthew Slater was another guy who was just my mentor, um, just a really solid guy. Um, but eventually I did, I did get cut from them. And then I, you know, 
about a month later, I, I joined this new league called the FXFL. Yes, I know. No, it's not the XFL where you like, you know, there's all this crazy <laughs> stuff. No, the, the, yeah, yeah, the FXFL. And so I went and played with a team in Boston, the Boston Brawlers, and uh, um, still there, there was a group, was a group chat of like five of us from that team, and uh, um, just some awesome guys. I mean, just met some really cool guys, and I played that season with them and did pretty well. Uh, but then I get done with the season, I come back home, but I begin to wrestle with my call to the ministry. And really, I, I knew since 2011 that there was just this desire to preach and there was this desire to go to seminary and to study and to be in the ministry. And it just kept growing and growing and growing and other people testified to it. And, and I began to have opportunities to preach and to teach. And so, and I knew without a shadow of a doubt, you know, there, there was kind of the internal call and, and then kind of also, uh, in a certain way, like there's definitely the external calls too. And, and I knew that I was going to go into the ministry, but I thought, Maybe I'll just play football until I can't anymore. But then over that Christmas break, the Lord just really weighed down on me to the point where I just I was like, if I play football for another season, it doesn't matter who I play for. I don't care if I win the Super Bowl and I'm the MVP. Like it, it'll drive me crazy. And I prayed about it. And at this time, I, I was dating uh, my now wife, and uh, I knew that we were going to get married. And I was thinking about how, how would this work with her, and and so I felt so sure that the Lord was calling us to the ministry, and He was calling me to go to seminary then. And so uh, I, I, I was like, I, I told um, my uh, I guess girlfriend at the time, my wife now, uh, I was like, you know, this is where we're going to go. And if it, no matter if anyone calls or what happens, we're we're going to go to seminary i'm gonna to go to gordon conwell that's where we're gonna go and she's like okay well a couple weeks later uh and, and this is in the spring and they're doing you know otas and mini camp and all this uh the philadelphia eagles called and uh and so uh, and what's funny is I'm, I'm interning with kurt at trinity at this time and so i'm just i'm just a volunteer intern and uh and so i'm just i'm playing like pool basketball you know <laughs> um and here and like this guy, this guy calls and he's like, Hey, we had a couple receivers get hurt. We need you to come up here. And it was like, then I was like, Whoa, like it could happen again. But it was just like, once again, I just felt so sure about the call to ministry where I told the guy, I said, thank you, but you know, no, thank you. And he was like, what? And so <laughs> I was like, you know, I just, I, I feel really, I just, I feel called to the ministry and I'm going to go to seminary and I'm going to do this. And it turned into him being like, Oh, well, brother, man, pray for me. Um, and so <laughs> it, was, it was really, uh, it was really funny, but, uh, it, that was, that was really sweet of, uh, of the Lord to kind of give me that moment. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, and, and there's no regret that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did eventually I did, I got married, um, Got married at the end of that summer. Um, after interning with Kurt, I somehow survived once again. I would <laughs> emphasize that. Um, we we went to Gordon Conwell for a year, and then we transferred down to RTS, and it has been absolutely incredible to be at RTS Jackson. Um, shout out to Ligon Duncan, uh, <laughs> and it's been awesome to work at Pear Orchard. Um, man, it's just been yeah, Pear Orchard and RTS have just been so so sweet to us and uh man i wouldn't have it any other way Mm, yeah and thinking back to that philadelphia eagles 
coach calling you. I'm sure he doesn't get turned down too often. Um, so that was no. probably a pretty, yeah, pretty uh, strange phone call for him. I surprised. So uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was kind of funny, but, uh, yeah. well, um, Wilson, look, thanks for sharing your story. Uh, I appreciate that. Hopefully that resonates with a lot of people. And, you know, there might be uh, youth workers out there wrestling with this kind of stuff or have wrestled with sports as well as we know. Many of the students that are in our ministries are are dealing with sports-related thoughts and issues. And hopefully over these next few days, uh, we're going to be uh, answering some questions that, that may, may be helpful. Uh, so tomorrow we're going to look at some of the, the good of sports and uh, why Christians uh, should be involved in them. So be sure to tune in tomorrow. Thanks again, Wilson. Yeah, thanks, John.